Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We hey, appreciate your continued support. Line Movers coming off of Talladega. Real chalky, and we didn't bet a lot, and that's for good reason. Unpredictable as hell, and you got a lot of unpredictable stuff down the ticket. Your winner, though, in the cup race, Chase Elliott. Technically a favorite winning, though, these Talladega and Daytona races, your favorites are basically a bunch of top cars lined up in the 1200 area, and that's where Elliott played from. Um, you know, he's never been terrible at plate tracks, never been really great uh, like his dad was, but he comes off the winner in a race we really didn't want much part of. Uh, didn't play matchups, had a few things here and there we liked, some top tens, but mainly stayed out of the way. Um, don't Did not trust things coming out of Texas in the last few weeks. Uh, tire wear issues, a lot of drivers in that Texas race literally uh, wrecking from the lead, wrecking solo and knocking themselves out of the race. So that uh, made us not want to do much Talladega, and we didn't do much Talladega. This week, the Charlotte Roval. The road course at Charlotte, Concord, North Carolina. Um, they've been running here for only like four years, so don't have a lot of history. It's a road course, pretty technical, but with some big speed. You actually use part of the, the quad oval, the normal Charlotte racetrack, and then run through the infield on here for a very technical part of this uh, of this race, but you need a lot of speed. So still the teams that are great on horsepower, the Hendrick teams and whatnot, are going to be advantaged here. Uh, the Toyota's been terrible in road courses all year. You've seen the Toyota number as high as plus 550 to win this weekend. Um, I'm not sure that's high enough because outside of Bell, these guys have not been fast on road courses at all. Uh, Hamlin's been on a pole here a couple times in, the, in, the, in, the, in this series at this course, but there's just no sign of, of the Toyotas being in a position to win or get out of bed. I see Hamlin and Logano having that kind of veteran race. They hang out, hope for a top 10, maybe run with some stage points as we're getting into that playoff stage, which is going to change the behavior of almost all the playoff drivers. Uh, obviously, Elliott is safely threw off of his win, but I see a lot of guys, at least the bottom, bottom chunk of the playoff group, uh, trying to play for stage points. The only one of those guys, Bell is so far behind well, Bowman's out, obviously. He's hurt. He's not going to be back. So he's a 12th man. They're going to eight uh, soon. Uh, the guys who have to worry about this sort of thing are Suarez and Briscoe and Bell and guys, again, from the tail end of this group. Byron's got to be in that area as well um, after the poor performances. He's just really not closed as strongly as you would have hoped. So Charlotte Roval, what's happened here? You've been here four times. Um, cup race, your winners have been... Kyle Larson last year, Chase Elliott two before that, and the very first one, 18, Ryan Blaney. Um, this is And it was a thing, when he won this race, I believe he won it when someone else wrecked or was wrecked in the final lap. It was not a legit high-powered performance win for Blaney here. Uh, the four Xfinity races, well, it's pretty easy. Chase Briscoe in 18, the last three, A.J. Allmendinger, who will run both races this weekend. Almondinger is priced to win at a Formula One type number of actually plus 200 or even more expensive, soon as low as I think plus 150 uh, to win this weekend. And that actually makes total sense. It seems expensive by NASCAR standards. And if you want to play that for Saturday, I'm probably going to tell you, or you're probably going to have to decide to parlay that, that plus 180, plus 175, wherever he is pre qualifying. Parlay that with something you like from the Sunday race that you think is a sure thing. 
uh, one of the top drivers for for a top ten. Maybe that Chase Elliott top five in the uh, even money plus 100 area, something like that to get some more juice into it because it's hard to justify buying any one of these series at plus 200 or more expensive to win. Okay, cup race on Sunday. Um, Chase Elliott opened back on Monday at like 700, and he was at 700 for about a minute and a half. Uh, he's pretty much universally down to 500 everywhere, actually more expensive on Caesar. But your three leaders are Elliott, Reddick at 600 most shops, and Kyle Larson most places at 800. Beyond that, the next tier, and these guys are all priced between eh, roughly twelve and sixteen hundred, depending on the book. Um, Byron sixteen hundred at points bet, Hamlin eighteen hundred at Caesar and points bet, Almondinger twelve hundred most places. I like him for top five and top ten. I don't think he has the raw speed to hang with the top Hendrick cars here. Uh, Ross Chastain has been great on road courses, especially earlier in the year. He's six hundred at points bet and barstool. Blaney, who we mentioned, 1,600 points bet in Barstool. Daniel Suarez. Um, he's out in a couple of matchups you like. Uh, there's a Suarez over Hamlin out there. There's a Suarez over Logano. I kind of like those, but he's 1,500 at a few books. Logano is as cheap as 2,000 at Caesar and points bet. Uh, the guy who's kind of swing right now is Bell. Bell pretty much has to win points-wise. He's in the bottom four. Four guys are going to drop this weekend. Bowman's already guaranteed out of there. Bell pretty much has to win or very close. Uh, 1,800 at Caesar, 1,500 other places. Um, the problem is Toyota's just not been fast. So he's going to have to be on some sort of daredevil pit strategy, either a two-stop or some early undercutting of pits if he goes through a three-stop to try and make this work. Um, I love Bell. I think he qualify very well. I think he's very good on road courses. But this is a hard, hard order to have to basically win and be in or very, very close. Have a lot of bad things happen to the guys around you in the standings. Speaking of guys around you in the standings, and a guy who's, again, probably going to be playing for points, may point his way in, is Austin Sendrick. The only other really good road racer here in the group. He's 1,600 points bet, 1,600 barstool. Like him for top tens. But he's a guy, again, he's one of these qualifying robots. He's been really good on these road courses. Um, I don't know. I don't... He's trying to stay in the playoffs, so probably as a points racer as well, but always a threat to win. Behind that, Briscoe around 2,000. He's won here in Xfinity four years ago. Has not been fast as part of the season. Um, you want to think he's he's a buy there. He's probably not a buy to about the 3,000. After that, um, old guys who aren't doing very well right now. Truex, 2,800 a few places. Harvick, 2,800 a few places, and a crew chief suspension for his boss. Um, Kyle Busch. 3,000 almost across the board. He used to be good at road courses, but he's in a Toyota, and this season's been pretty much mailed in for Kyle Busch, so I don't see a ton of value there. Maybe the Kyle Busch over Truex matchup I'm seeing in a couple spots. Uh, the guys who are interesting in this area in the 3,000 club, Michael McDowell, who despite being about 25th on speed for the season, has a million top 10s, is good at road courses. Again, this track needs speed, and his team is not super fast. This has a lot of the regular Charlotte track built into the into the road course, into the Roval. But I love McDowell for a top 10, and that's basically an even money top 10. I love Chris Buescher for a top 10, and that's basically a minus 110 top 10. He has been top 10, essentially average finish 6, top 10 in all but one of the road races this year. Uh, again, probably not going to beat you on speed. Uh, 2,500, you nibble on. I think the reality is him and some matchups, and we get some creative ones out of the offshore books on Friday. And top ten, if you're ha- if you're if you like singles and doubles, Chris Busher top ten 
uh, 100 or minus 110 is fine. And I think you're going to do very, very well on that, as you would with McDowell. Beyond that, not a lot of hope. Uh, Jones, Keselowski, Noah Gragson filling in for Bowman also concussed in the 5,000 area. Uh, Ty Gibbs, 10,000, 101. Won't win, but a good road course guy. I would nibble on his top tens. I would nibble on him if we could find a matchup that's interesting. Uh, Cole Custer, priced in the same area, good road racer. Bubba Wallace, improving road racer, 150 to 1. Austin Dillon's not good on road courses. Uh, Todd Gilland, he showed something at Watkins Glen. A little bit of rain helped him to the front. He's 501. It's his best price at Caesar. Not a winner, but again, look for him in matchups. I love Gillen and Haley against some trash guys middle of the back of the field in matchups. Um, here are your kind of, uh, how would I say, road course ringer. Uh, Joey Hand is there again in the 15 forward, but specially prepared. It's not a normal Rick Ware car. He is 1,501. He is not going to win, but he has shown top 10 speed or close in qualifying in some of these. You would nibble on him for a pole. Nibble on him for top 10s in the 15, 16 to 1 area. Uh, same thing with Ty Dillon. Nibble on him in cheap top 10s. And there's a couple other road course ringers out here that I'm, I'm interested in top 10s just because of the way they're priced. Um, and that would be, we mentioned hand, um, but there's a couple others we we, we like here. Uh, where, the, where did I find these? Uh, I'm missing, I'm missing. Uh, da- Daniel Ke- uh, Kivat, uh, the former Formula 1 driver. Uh, he's running out there. He's got a 25 to one top 10. You'll nibble on that. The reason why he's in a Toyota, it's not going to be super fast, but he's great technically. And he's running both races, a Saturday and the Sunday. So hopefully he's learned something Saturday and could sneak in again. I'll lotto ticket him at 25 to one for a top 10. He's the most talented guy to be at 25 to one and hands the most talented guy at 16 to one for a top 10. You're going to see all season in terms of something happening. Now we're not expecting weather, so that's not going to get wild wild that way, but um, yeah, so that's kind of a run through your, 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 your Cub lineup. We've already sent some um, sent some picks out to the Discord this week, uh, three matchups, things we like. It's, it's kind of chalky. Um, Elliot and Larson, top fives, if you can get good prices. Best Elliot top five price is, uh, was it Caesar as of, as of today? Um, best price for uh, Reddick. Uh, top three, 180, equates to 720. Real life guy at DraftKings. Look, my favorite bet of the whole week is DraftKings is running this bet for if the winner of the poll is, the winner of the poll is 700 to win the race. And you're looking at this, there's only eight or 10 guys who can win the poll. And the reality is it's probably going to be one of five guys. Elliot, Reddick, Larson, Almondinger, Chastain, maybe Cendric. So here's the thing. For 700, you're getting probably one of those six drivers. Well, 700 is better than the price you'd pay for Elliott or Reddick pre-race. They're five or 600. Larson, his pre-race price is 800, and if he's on the pole, he's clearly going to drop below 700. And the other guys I mentioned that could win the pole: Almondinger, Chastain, um, Cindric, well, th- was throwing Suarez. They're all around 1500. Well, if they're on the pole, based on track position, that price is going to drop under 1000. So locking in the winner of the race at 700 on a DraftKings special, it feels like a really, really good deal. Because what happens on road courses, you're not going to have a fluke pull. This is not a race where Brad Keselowski probably, or someone like that, um, Eric Almirola, is going to come through and hit the pole for you and then be terrible on race day, be a clear non-winner. That's not how this works. And I think the odds play pretty well. So I love that 7-1 to one the poll winner to be the race winner because it basically is probably buying you those top three guys, two of which are priced 
more expensive than 700 anyway. So let's not overthink it. Um, we mentioned other things. Um, I like that bet. Um, I don't have a make bet. Like I said, the Toyota, if you're really committed to Toyota, it's 550 at Caesar. That's uh, not what you're expecting. Uh, best buys and top fives and top tens, though, are mostly at Barstool. It's a bunch of cheaper top tens. Uh, Almondinger minus 143. I mean, that's a lot of juice. But unless he wrecks or has a blown motor or something, that's free money. He will always be in the top 10 at these things in a cup race. So uh, I, I would go with that. Um, other things we like, not a whole lot yet. Um, qualifying in this thing is Saturday midday. Uh, Saturday morning is Xfinity qualifying. Saturday afternoon is Xfinity race. We have not thrown anything else on the Xfinity race Except to say, if you like Almondinger at 200 or even a little more expensive, that's fine. Just loop it with what you think is a great parlay. Hell, I don't care if it's Packers money line. Move it with something that you think is automatic this weekend to help like juice it a little if you're committed. Almondinger's great. He's won the Xfinity race three out of four times, uh, and he was a seventh in the old time. He was in the uh, in the Cup version of this back in 2018. The only um, bet in Xfinity I'm sending out early, and this is absolutely micro lotto ticket. Marco Andretti is running, and there was talk of you know um, talk of him you know doing something else after after IndyCar. Um, he's two hundred and fifty to one for Saturday's Xfinity race, and you're like, okay, that's stupid. It's just a one off. He's going to wreck. He's never done it before. Sure, he's in the number forty eight car. Forty eight is uh, the big machine racing car that Reddick won on a road course in Texas. In it is a fast car. It is a fast uh, Chevy car. It has shoulders. Shortest preparation of motor, I think. Um, 250 to 1, he probably doesn't win. But I lotto ticket that, and I also lotto ticket, that's at Caesars, 30 to 1 for a top 5, just in case. Um, Mark Rendretti's, you know, one, one of the greats in recent years in IndyCar, and this is a really good road course driver in a really good underrated car, um, and it's the only bargain on the board. There are no bargains on that Xfinity board, at least right now. Uh, pre-qualifying. So, anyway, um, Charlotte, Roval, a lot of chalk, a lot of top five stuff, a lot of fast Chevrolets in Cup, Elliott and Larson and Reddick and this pole winner bet and Almondinger top tens all around. And uh, let's try and make some money this week and have a little fun with the road. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.